Just go already. Go. Hi, this is Dave Crawford, Compromario Mario bass baritone to the stars, and you're listening to one of those stars with the CBH Podcast. That's Dave Crawford. Oh, my God. What a guy. What a guy. Thanks for doing that, Dave. Uh, I've known Dave a million years. A long time ago. We were in Florida together, and um, uh, we were golfing, as you do. And uh, we were invited to this golf course by an old guy there who was in the course. He was a great guy. Great guy. Really lovely guy. Jim something. And he brought us out to his golf course. And, and I mean, Dave was good. I wasn't very good. But I liked to play. And these, and these old guys, I mean, they were old. I'm saying they were, they were old. <laughs> uh, they had a rule. And the rule was, if you didn't make your ball past the ladies' tees... When you teed off, you had to drop your pants and walk to the ladies' tee. <laughs> I was not ready for this amount of um, pressure. <laughs> Just having people you don't really know watch you tee off is, it, I mean, it can ruin everything. You, you can ruin your whole, I mean, you can, you can shank a ball so quick when you let that fear into your head. And, um, I mean, God damn, these guys stuck to that. <laughs> I didn't have to do it, but I witnessed it. And, um, it's something, it's, uh, it's something to behold, especially with these old guys. I mean, they were dicks about it. <laughs> I got a, um, I got a phone, not a phone. I got a message from somebody today. It's a listener of the show. And he asked me, uh, how I stayed in such good shape, which is already like pretty funny, uh, I'm I'm in very good shape for a 42 year old uh, out of work opera singer. <laughs> yes, I will accept uh, in in decent shape for for that for those uh, criteria. But um, I mean, you don't have to do uh, much comparison uh, to to uh, the people in your life and the people around you and the people in your fucking phone before you realize you're not really in that good of shape. <laughs> <laughs> but um but he asked and and um well I mean my answer was silly but also true I just said I'm I'm motivated by fear and self-hatred. <laughs> um uh, that's pretty much it. You know our our motivation need not be noble. Um but you know I I I I'm like basically in the middle of a cutting phase. Uh there's bulking and there's cutting. I won't bore you with all that, but um, you know, you build up muscle for a while, you eat a little bit extra, and then it's time to to shave off uh, a little bit. And so I'm in the cutting phase, so that's really just like two or three hundred calories less uh, in a day than you would normally. And basically, that just means stop drinking. Uh, a cutting phase is is for me anyway. Effectively, uh, don't drink calories, uh, which is which is, you know, it's always easy to just stop. Uh, I'm not somebody who's ever had a drinking problem or anything like that. But you just stop. <laughs> just stop. Listen to me. Uh, and that's the that's the way you get rid of two or three hundred calories a day. And that's um, just what I'm in the middle of doing right now because honestly, it's the only thing I can control. 
It's all I have. <laughs> I can control what goes in my mouth and where I spend 90 minutes every morning. Um, that's, that's basically it. The cut can be rough um, because you, anytime that you go negative in your uh, caloric intake, uh, you begin to lose muscle as well. It, it just, a, it's a fact. Your body starts to use everything uh, for fuel. And um, you'll lose fat, of course, but you will also lose muscle if you don't supplement extra protein. So you're already cutting calories, but you're trying to increase protein intake. And if you're trying to not lose any muscle at all, you have to continue your workout, which is very difficult in a caloric deficit. You're tired. It's not as easy. And so you end up having to work a little bit harder. And on top of that, an endless amount of protein. I mean, like gross amounts of protein. And um, I mean, it can wear on you after a while. Uh, the king for me is a grilled chicken breast. <clears throat> and for years now, I have just, um, you know, you have to meal prep, really. If you want to do this right, you kind of have to meal prep because you can't just be making a chicken breast every day. And so I would cook 10 of these things and end up eating at least one a day, most likely two. Um, and, and you really can't keep them in the fridge past five or six days anyway. So you, you got to go through them. And so it's like this endless parade of grilled chicken. And you can do anything you want to it, but it doesn't matter. It really, it can turn your stomach after a while. And so cutting is not for, it's not for kids because you can, you can get sick of it pretty quick. Uh, I also have another 50 gram protein shake every day, but I'm, I can't have whey protein. I'm completely lactose intolerant. And so I have to find uh, other, other versions and I, I stay away from soy for a lot of reasons and then I mean, if you just go to the, I mean, all the stores carry these things now, but there's tons of um, protein options, plant protein options that are that are um, not soy or dairy. And uh, there's a paleo option of something that comes from a, a, a beef derivative. That is fantastic, just called paleo protein. And so I'll have that too. And it's just this constant parade of egg whites and protein shakes and chicken breasts and protein bars and uh, it's it can be difficult you can you know I, I'm I'm counting my macros very closely and so at the end of the day you go oh my god I have to eat 30 grams of protein right now and you you are you don't want it your body is like rejecting it so sometimes you gotta force it in but you know I was asked so I'm telling you <laughs> this is how you stay in good shape it's not easy it's it's very calculated it's uh, very persistent and like a psycho you have to show up every day. Um, you know, it's very easy to, to quit your day at three o'clock and say, fuck it, where are the burgers and fries? And, and this is where, this is where most people probably fail. Um, uh, and, and, and that's the difference. The difference between good and great is, is pushing through when, uh, it fucking sucks. <laughs> so that was it. I was, I was asked and now I have told, um, that is how I stay in shape. Uh, I, I browbeat myself into going to the gym, and I eat massive amounts of protein, <laughs> and I stop drinking. That's it. That's all I can control. It sounds easy. It's not easy. It takes a lot of effort and planning. You really need to plan. If you're just going to do it on a whim, you'll you'll fail. Uh, you need a plan. I, I'm, I'm the king of let's write it out. You know, I get my yellow notepad, and I just start writing it out. What I want, where I have to go, what my goal is, and what I have to do to get there. And I spell it out. I mean, as to the smallest detail. You know, I don't. If I write something broad, well, then I'll write ten things underneath it 
that that encompass that just so you can see the baby steps because you don't always know you don't always know what to do next and so you know if you you have a goal and you have a problem and you feel like you're behind uh make your list and make it as detailed and as small as possible and then get to work that's it that's how i stay in shape and that's all i can control that and my uh teeth today today is the last um appointment for invisalign that's right i did invisalign and my teeth look good they don't look uh you know beauty queen good but they look real good um I had braces when I was a kid, but, you know, they put braces on you when you're a kid, when you're 12, 13 years old. And then from 13 to 17, I grew like nine more inches. <laughs> like your head is growing and your jaw is growing and, and, and everything is, is out of whack. And so whatever help I got um, when I was 12, when I had a mouthful of braces, didn't help me when I was 15 and 16, I thought. Uh, so, you know, I just thought I'd wait 25 more years and then... <laughs> fix my teeth uh, I would I would recommend this to almost anyone Invisalign is great it really worked and um, you know you sort of have to just be consistent and making sure you put them in uh, uh, you gotta wear them that's all there is to it you know as after the, all the major moves are done and it's just like tightening and small moves then, then you can sort of um, only wear them at night uh, which is what I did and, and it worked like gangbusters however you know, they sell it like we're only going to, you're only going to be doing this for four or five months. And so you feel like, oh, great, quick fix, four or five months, I can do that. And then really, my reality is that it was more like this is almost the 17th month. Um, like I just kept going through it. It didn't cost me more to keep going. And so I got more trays and more trays and, and um, you know, just uh, you can have what you want. You just have to take your time with it. But it really worked. Um you know, just understanding that it's definitely going to take a little bit longer, but 100% worked. And you can tell your other friends who have it because you can <laughs> you can hear that clicking in their mouth of these little plastic trays. I'm very happy with the results. That that was uh, money very well spent. You know, sometimes you're you're looking at the big price tag and you go, "Oh my god, I don't want that." Um, uh, that's that's going to cost too much. This was definitely worth it. 100%. I I when it was all done or or as it's wrapping up now. Uh, I would definitely recommend this to anyone. It feels like, uh, and like I said, just uh, money well spent. Speaking of uh, money well spent, <clears throat> nice segue, CBH. It's just a fresco. But this one's called Blackberry Citrus. It's awful. It's really not good, but um, I bought it, so I'll finish it. Fuck. I saw this. Money well spent. Let's talk about this for a second. Um, you all know I'm an investor. I've been investing since 2004. I opened my first Scott Trade account, and I've and I've um, been trading ever since. And and made some very large mistakes, but also figured out a lot of things too. Um, and so, um, I own a good bit of Tesla stock that I bought a long time ago, and I want to just I want to uh, uh, share something. It was a little picture on Instagram. A Tesla Model S bought in 2012 would cost you $77,000, give or take, you know, what options you get. There's a lot of different options, but let's say $75,000 was what a, a S Model Tesla was going to cost you in 2012. 
well, if you still had it today, eight years later, it would be worth less than half of that. You might, you know, depending on the mileage and how war-torn it was, um, it would basically be worth about 30000 now, okay? Now, sit down and hold on to something, because this is crazy. If you had bought $77,000 in Tesla stock in 2012, you ready? Today, that would be worth over $6 million. I'm going to let that sit in for a second. Just think about that. If you bought a Tesla in 2012 for $77,000, which is a ridiculous amount of money for a car. I would, I would never do this. Uh, but I do know people who have. Um, uh, it would be worth $30,000 today. And you'd have an eight-year-old car, which is old. Not as old as my 30-year-old truck, but old. And um, uh, <laughs> if you had just invested that money, you'd be sitting on $6 million right now. And that, my friends, is fuck you money. You officially never have to work another day in your life with six million in the bank. Uh, you can you can live very well and soak in your kids and um, and literally never lift a finger again. No boss, nobody can tell you what to do. Uh, I didn't buy seventy seven thousand dollars with a Tesla back then, but <laughs> so it's not going that good. But that, it's a great example. Uh, and, and when you think about it, Amazon, Apple. Uh, these places where we all spend a lot of money, everybody spends money on Amazon, everybody spends money at uh, on Apple. We all have these Apple products. I, I know just from the the metrics uh, on my show here that, um, oh, I think it's 97 or 98% of the people that listen on a cell phone are listening on an iPhone. And these companies are not going anywhere. Apple is not going anywhere. Those phones are just going to keep getting better. The computers are just going to keep getting better. Tesla's going to keep making a better car. I mean, everything this guy, Musk, touches turns to gold. And, um, uh, you know, Amazon, the same thing. Uh, wh- where are you going to go? Where, it's the easiest, most convenient. Amazon is an incredible company. It's not going anywhere. It's too humongous. And so just buying stocks in these things are a great idea. Um, you know, I'm normally a um, index fund guy. I like to play it fairly safe. I don't mess around, but I do mess around with a certain percentage. And in and in that percentage, I buy heavy on these blue chip American stocks. And and they have paid. They have paid. Oh God, can you imagine? Because plenty of people bought <laughs> bought that Tesla in 2012 and might have stretched themselves further than they should have. I mean, seventy thousand dollars is a hell of a lot of money for a vehicle. Uh, it's, it's twice too much in my humble opinion. Uh, I've never bought a new car in my life and I never will. It's foolish. A a two year old car is just as good as that brand new car, but it's $10,000 less. Uh, so, uh, you know, that was true in 2012 and it's probably true right now. Okay. So, uh, putting money in now is still a good idea in the long term. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying 70,000 is going to be 6 million, but um, there is a stock out there that if you bought $70,000 worth right now, it would be worth $6 million. I mean, that, that exists, and it's, it's a matter of figuring out which one. And so I lean on these heavy blue-chip American stocks that aren't going anywhere just for my um, risk money. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a chance on this, make a bet on this. That's fine. Uh, but, you know, with the bulk of it, I, I uh, you know, buy monthly index funds. That's... That's what that's what Warren Buffett told me to do, and that's what I tell everybody. And it works. It works in the long term. It's very safe. You're never going to lose your shirt. Uh, it's got good long term scope. But the but the 
the play money, the gambling, just put it right into those companies that you use the most. Uh, now, not everybody's got a Tesla, but I know everybody's got Amazon. Everybody's got Apple. I think I read that 150 million households in America have Amazon Prime, and they pay this money every year for the privilege of getting things a little bit faster uh, and all the things that come up with that. I mean, these are ridiculously huge companies. Incredible. I checked. Six million is enough. <laughs> Six million is enough money. Uh, I just want to talk real quick. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be on a great friend of mine's show called Faithful Friday. Uh, um, Angel Blue has been running the show for a while. Um, you know, we're all getting into our little things here that um, that are helping us bridge the gap and stay stay um, focused and, and stay in view. Blah, blah, blah. God damn. Um, but she's so sweet to ask me, and of course I'm going to do it. That'll be tomorrow at uh, 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live, I believe. But I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can uh, grab her real quick. Let's talk about this for a second. Let me see if I'm smart enough to get this done. Hang on. Um, hmm. This is a very old friend of mine, Angel Blue. I've known Angel for about 15 years now. And we met in L.A. And she's running a show uh, right now called Faithful Friday uh, that actually I'm going to be on tomorrow. And I just wanted to quick... Say hi to my good friend, Angel Blue, and just talk about the show. Angel, how are you? How is New Jersey? Hi, Christian. I'm doing really well. New Jersey is very good. We're just out here relaxing, you know, quarantining, and enjoying the time that we get to spend together, me and my family. No, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. That plus the existential dread of never knowing when I'm going to work again, <laughs> and everything everything just <laughs> yes. appears to be fine. Um, tell, me, tell me real quick, what is Faithful Friday? So Faithful Friday is, um, I like to call it a talk show, um, you know, something I started on Facebook. And it, it basically came about because I wanted to be an encouragement to people uh, throughout this time of quarantine, social distancing, COVID-19 craziness. And so back in March, I think my first episode was March the 20th. And I tried to break it up into seasons, just having different people come on the show who I find inspiring and uplifting, most of them whom are opera singers. Uh, but I've interviewed some people who aren't opera singers. I've interviewed um, the actress Laverne Cox. Mm. I've also interviewed um, a fashion model, um, Sandra Violante. She's a plus-size model for Gucci. Wow. And uh, I've also had the pleasure to interview the amazing chef, Kat Cora. Oh, so the, these one are of the Iron that Chefs. I, yes. Yeah, right, right. Mm. <laughs> She's amazing. And so it just—it basically came about because I wanted to find a way to uplift people's spirits. And Friday's my favorite day mm-hmm. of the week. And faithful just means like to be consistent. So I was just trying to be consistent every Friday. That's great. That's, so that's great. why I named it Faithful Friday. You know, and I have found that yeah. the difference between good and great are people that stick to a schedule. So I'm with you on that, 100%. What time yes. tomorrow? When can everybody hear me and you just having a blast? They can tune in on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash angeljoyblue, and it will be at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're going live, so it could just be crazy. Yes. <laughs> just going to have fun. <laughs> okay, my dear. Thank you so much. I will see you tomorrow, and we're all looking forward to it. Wonderful. See you tomorrow. Be well, love. Okay. That was Angel Blue, one of my, uh, one of my favorite old friends. It's nice when you get to know people before they're famous. 
I don't trust new people. <laughs> I have a very hard time with new friends. But old friends I love. Uh, and Angel's a very special person. Uh, after a after a couple of so that's tomorrow. Let's do that tomorrow. Come come join me tomorrow. And Angel and um, uh, after a couple of requests, I've made a playlist um, of all my intro and outro music. That was a that was a small request, and um, I've made it. So uh, it's on Spotify. I guess you can search my name there. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm going to put the link in my Instagram bio. So that'll be in the link tree there, and you can. Uh, See that playlist because just tens of people asked for it. <laughs> and that's what we're dealing with. Um, yeah, and if you like those intros, uh, send one. Please send one. Uh, I've, I've got some, I've got a bunch. A lot of people are sending them in. I'm, I'm asking friends and, and uh, it's kind of fun. I'm enjoying it. But if you, if you want to be included, I will, I will get you in there. Please send one. Uh, you can... You can send it to the to my email address, cbh at christianvanhorn.com. Uh, send it there, and I'll make sure to get you on one of these uh, one of these podcasts soon. Yeah, just put in your voice memos. Hi, this is so and so. You're listening to the CBH podcast. That's it, uh, and stick that in the email, and I'll I'll get that I'll get that going. That's uh, easy enough. Uh. Yeah, that feels like enough for the Friday show or the Thursday show or whenever you're listening. It's so funny with these podcasts. Like, um, you know, initially you get a ton of, of people who are, you know, are, are uh, listening daily or d- listening regularly as they're released. And then there's other people sort of catching up. And so you put out a new uh, podcast and then people are responding to things to me via messaging that is weeks and weeks old. And so sometimes I have to be like, what did I talk about? Shit! Who did I did I say something bad? <laughs> There's um, all of a sudden you realize you've got uh, a lot of hours of just yakking available to the world, and people are listening, and that's a little bit intimidating. Like, fuck it, I'm gonna keep doing. This is what I'm doing. All right, fine, that'll do. At Van Horn CBH on Instagram, I have a worthless Facebook page, and uh, my website ChristianVanHorn.com. And I feel like that's what's going on. So thanks for listening, as always. Everybody have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time. Okay, thanks. Bye. Get out.